Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the walk of the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I'm so grateful to God to be here with all of you on this episode number 184 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we're going to change things up a little bit, and we've got a tribute post for you. So please grab your notebooks, your Bibles, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with three lessons that I learned from Apostle Floyd Nelson Sr. That's what's coming up next. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So as evidenced in our introduction, uh, we're going to change up the podcast format for this particular session uh, just because I believe that the Lord has led me in a direction uh, to give honor, custom, and tribute to whom it is due. Our Romans chapter 13 verse 7 reminds us of that. And um, I come to you, BCU family, with a heavy heart, but yet light in spirit uh, due to the passing of uh, the great Apostle Floyd Nelson Sr. And for those of you who may not be familiar with him, he was a presiding apostle of the International Bible Way Churches of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he passed away on last week at the age of 81. And this is a significant, you know, loss to the body of Christ, obviously to uh, go home and be with Jesus is gain. Uh, we will certainly miss him uh, here on earth. And uh, if we do what we're supposed to do, we will see him again uh, in heaven. You know, with anyone that, that leaves us here, BCU, and with death, you know, it's it's tough. It's sorrowful. And we will miss the person, you know, as we knew them walking around with us. So I never want to give off the impression that uh, just because our loved ones knew the Lord that we shouldn't sorrow. Uh, We don't sorrow as those that don't have hope, but we do sorrow um, because we'll miss the person. But nonetheless, um, what I came to talk about is how he and his amazing wife, um, and her name is Dr. Yvonne Nelson, what great impressions they made on my life uh, with my interactions with them. So I have two lessons and then one indirect uh, lesson that I'd like to share with all of you here today. So let's let's get right into uh, lesson number one. Now, what I loved the most about Apostle Nelson is his approachability. And That's huge to me. And I'll tell you why, everybody, because uh, being around uh, people in high positions, whether in the secular world or whether in the body of Christ, sometimes and with some people, there's a tendency to be standoffish or short, snippy, 
have this sort of attitude like I can't be bothered or you need to know someone that knows someone to be able to even have a conversation with me. And I've experienced this attitude, of course, in the secular world as well as uh, in the body of Christ. Uh, not very often, thank the Lord, but have experienced it. And uh, in either case, it doesn't feel good. And when you're in the secular world, there's sort of that expectation, if you will, uh, as the body of Christ, that there shouldn't be any of that sort of thing, um, regardless of what the title that has been bestowed upon you. Uh, my brother puts this so very eloquently that regardless of what it is that God has called you to do, the bottom line is that you're a servant. Mm, that just spoke to my spirit. You are a servant. And the scriptures remind us that, that Jesus did not come to be ministered to. He came to minister. He came to serve. And the greatest among us should be a servant of Christ. And this is what Apostle Nelson and his wife were. They were servants. And at any point in time that you saw them, you know, in passing in the hallway, there was no huge entourage or <laughs> you know, dark glasses and darting in and out of the back of buildings or anything like that. It was riding in the elevator together. It was walking through the hallways. It was sitting down to share a meal. And it was always a, a friendly, praise the Lord, and conversation. Um, I can remember uh, one time in particular, maybe one or two years ago, uh, we were at a convention and I ran into Apostle Nelson and was going over to greet him and, you know, was explaining, you know, who I was and what church I was from and who my pastor was. And he looked at me, he says, I know you. <laughs> I know who you are. And we both got so tickled with that. And, you know, I give God praise for that because, you know, with all of the people that he comes in contact with and all of that sort of thing, uh, obviously, you know, he made it a point to remember. And I think that that's huge. And not just to remember, but to interact, you know, how have you been? What's going on in your life? And all of those kinds of things. So just having, you know, good, wholesome conversation. So that was a blessing. And what that taught me was just the humility that we are supposed to have, that, that God gives us. That's the way that we should be. And it shouldn't be a burden to talk to someone, you know, to say hello to someone or to just be a blessing to them. And, and when I say blessing, BCU family, many times we think of something tangible. It's got to be some sort of offering or some sort of gift. Being a blessing just means to speak into someone's life, to encourage their hearts, to, you know, give them a smile, give them a hug, whatever the Lord has, has told you to do, a scripture, you know, whatever God has told you to do, that's a blessing. And while monetary and, and gifts are, they're fantastic. There's nothing wrong with them. We also need to be on the lookout for ways that we can bless people that won't cost us a thing, but will pay off huge dividends in someone's life. So we're investing uh, in their lives, so to speak, and it will pay dividends to that person. And really, if we think about it to us as well, because God is taking note of that. So approachability uh, is huge. And again, just being able to have conversation. So that's lesson number one. Now, uh, lesson number two uh, was something that 
came out of a teaching that Apostle Nelson did uh, back in, I want to say, 2015. Uh, he and his, uh, again, his lovely wife came to uh, our home church for one of our conferences uh, and was a complete blessing. Just the teaching from both of them was amazing. Um, I tell people uh, jokingly but very serious that I don't remember what I ate for lunch last Tuesday. And I honestly do not, BCU family, but I remember uh, the lessons from both uh, these amazing people of God. And the one that I want to share with you that sticks out to me that Apostle Nelson had told uh, was around attendance. Now, this was in the early part of his ministry and pastoring and things, and this was Bible study night. And for many churches, um, Bible study is not typically as packed as a Sunday service would be. And for whatever reason, on this Bible study night, uh, the people were very few in number. And uh, once Apostle, I'm, I'm not sure what his title was at that time, and it really doesn't matter, but uh, once Apostle Nelson got to church and, and saw these this handful or a couple of handfuls of people uh, before he went into uh, whatever it was he was going to teach, he sort of got to fussing about uh, who was missing and why and, you know, sort of went on this little, I don't want to call it a rant, <laughs> but he really was upset about the lack of no-shows, and someone got up the, the gumption to say to him, well, what about those of us who are here? And the room went silent for just a moment as he said that, and he said that at that moment, he realized that he was wrong. And that that thinking was wrong and he apologized, you know, to the people. Uh, he repented for it. And he said from that point on, he no longer looked at numbers and who wasn't there. He ministered to those who were in the presence at the time. And that spoke so deeply to me, BCU family, because as for many of us who are in ministry and mine is of course teaching and encouraging uh, you know the numbers are fantastic and obviously we want to see growth there's there's no doubt about that when we're focused on who isn't here when we're focused on who is not supporting us it hinders God's ability to come in and work through us. Um, there was some sort of um, meme going around at one point that said, pay attention to the people who aren't clapping for you or, or something like that. And I, I did a post on it and I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. And that meme bothered my spirit because if I'm focused on who is not here, on who is not supporting me, on who is not in my corner, then my focus is off of what I am supposed to be doing with the people that God has entrusted me with. Then how am I taking the proper message to those who are in support? So if we would just do what God would call us to do and to do it with all excellence, whether it's one person or whether it's, you know, a hundred and one, a thousand and one, you know, we want God to be pleased. And ultimately, BCU family, we are doing our work 
for an audience of one. So if no one shows, we still need to be faithful to what God has has done or us to do or has told us to do rather and be sure that we're doing it to his glory and without the attitude or fervency that without leaving with leaving out the attitude and being sure that we're doing what we're doing in fervency and as if again God was sitting right there in front of us because truly he is because he's looking at our faithfulness because if we can be faithful you know with the one the two the handful hand full <laughs> I can say that the handful of people, the few, whoever it is, if we can be faithful, then God will bless us with more. And if he doesn't, then to God be the glory. Let's steward correctly over what God has given us. And this just doesn't mean ministry in terms of like the fivefold ministry, you know, churches, pastors, anything like that. This is whatever God has given us to steward over BCU family, whether we're appreciated or not, whether someone thanks us or not, whether we're honored or not, we are working for just the king. And Colossians chapter three, I believe is verse 23 and 24 reminds us to do all that we're doing uh, unto the glory of God. And I have to remind myself of that. You know, if we're doing things with um, a heart that is hardened or it has an attitude or, you know, we're sad in our spirits for doing it, you know, are we really giving God our very best? All of our work really is unto the Lord and not as unto man because God is the rewarder. He really is. And I know that I want to be rewarded well for what it is I do. So I want to be sure that I am doing an awesome and amazing job so that God is pleased. All right. So that's our second lesson. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about is not necessarily, well, there is a lesson to it. There's a lesson to it. Um, Let me just explain it and then we'll go from there. So this is the third thing. So you all recall that in my second point that um, Apostle Nelson was here uh, in 2015 uh, with his wife. And uh, after that awesome teaching, uh, we had a dinner. You know, just the church came together and we had this, you know, just this wonderful potluck dinner. And everyone was just mingling and talking and enjoying themselves. And I happened to sit down. Um, with a very dear friend of mine who owns Weight of Glory Apparel. Uh, You all have uh, probably seen some of her posts on my timeline, uh, on the BCU timeline. And uh, this amazing, (laughs) that's that's my adjective, I guess, for today. Uh, This awesome and amazing uh, woman of God uh, sat down with me that, that owns Weight of Glory Apparel and was talking to me and said to me, Hey, Blen, you know, a while back you were talking about expanding um, Blen Courages You. You know, what are we going to do about that? So let me put a pin in that question. And I want to take you all back a little bit. Okay. So BlenCouragesYou.com has been in existence since 2010. And I give God praise for all of that. And I used to be blend blogs uh, way back in that day and my blog was focused on singles at that time and that's that's who I was blogging to and as I started to seek God more and as he was developing the gift of encouragement uh, in my spirit uh, the Lord led me to move um, to not just 
encourage singles, but people in general. So the Lord was moving me to do just that. And I was moving in that direction just as he uh, wanted me to and was moving pretty steadily, I would say. And then uh, right around 2013 or 14, somewhere around in there, I was assigned some tasks that, (laughs) quite frankly, BCU family, I was not prepared for. The Lord had some work for me to do in his vineyard that, and I, I blogged about that and I will also link that in the show notes as well. And this particular assignment was something that I knew might happen. Uh, someone had told me that it may happen and I was asking the Lord to give this assignment to someone else. It wasn't something that I really wanted to do. Wasn't what I uh, would desire for myself. Certainly wasn't something that I would pick for myself. And uh, and the Lord gave it to me anyway. He gave it to me anyway. It took me a little while to just to accept what he said and to accept his help. And during the time that I was processing all that God had for me to do, uh, the blog went to the wayside uh, because I just it was just one other thing that while I loved it, I really needed to try to to get some sort of balance in my life and figure out how to, you know, do what God had called me to do in addition to all the other things that he had given me to steward over. And it was just a whole lot of plates in the air. And I thought, well, I'll put this plate to the side. So that plate was to the side for about a year, year and a half or so, something like that. So now let's go back to this conversation in 2015, November of 2015, um, with my friend. um, And you know, asking me, so what are we going to do about your blog? And I had had that conversation um, with her, I don't know, maybe one or two years prior and had forgotten that I had it. So I said, you know what? That's right. We we did say we were going to do something with that. And, and because um, Tanya is such an amazing uh, graphic designer, I'm just fantastic. I said, all right, well, let's set up a date. Let's talk about where the vision should go and let's go from there. So I want to say it was like that very next week or two that we had gotten together and with our conversation and God's grace and her just terrific creativity, the BCU avatar was born. And come January of 2016, and I give God all the glory, honor, and praise, that's when the podcast started along with Periscope. And we have a live study on Periscope on Thursday nights at 8.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, mind you, BCU family, that I really was just trying out Periscope because it was pretty new at the time, or it was probably more, it was probably newer to me. (laughs) Other people had been using it. I had seen them with it, but it was fairly new to me. And I thought that I would kind of try it out just to see what would happen at the suggestion of another uh, young sister, my niece, and just on a trial basis. And here we are now in 2019, what, three, four years later, and still doing both. And the reason that I brought that up, BCU family, is because um, Apostle Nelson and his wife followed the leading of the Lord to come to our home church 
for our conference and be speakers to that. And from that came the conversation with Tanya. Uh, and from that, everything else fell into place. And I say that because we never know when we obey God to, to just go someplace and to be where God has called you to be, how it impacts other people. Now, while the teaching that I got uh, from the Nelsons impacted my life um, and, and impacted it greatly, um, the Lord even went above that to spark me to get back on track with blankcouragesyou.com because he gave me that idea. And while I was on that hiatus and trying to get everything together with his help, he says it was time for me to get back on track. And from then, uh, we have been going strong. And at the time, uh, I want to say we had a hundred and some odd subscribers maybe right around the time that we started. And at last count, we are up to about 600 subscribers. So, you know, to God be the glory uh, just for, again, obedience to what God said. So God has a way of using people and circumstances to get what he wants to do done so that our people are blessed and that he is glorified in the midst. So I guess there is a third lesson here, if you will, and that's just to make sure that we are in the perfect will of God. And by doing so, although we may not know the outcome, we may not know how many people that we have touched or have been a blessing to or have inspired. We may never know that. God knows that because he keeps very accurate records so that when we leave here, he can say, well done. Thou good and faithful servant, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Those are the words I'm living to hear. Amen. Amen. Well, BCU family, I have to tell you all that uh, this has been so, uh, it's been so wonderful for me to be able to share this with all of you. It has blessed my heart completely. And I pray that it's blessed and inspired you as well to be sure that you're doing everything that God has given you to do with his grace and his help. And I'd love to hear that from you. So if you're not already here, head on over to the blendcouragesyou.com site. There is a chat section here. Let's talk about what you're doing to be a blessing to others. All right, BCU family, we've got to wrap things up. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And I'm so looking forward to the next time that we are together. So until then, may our amazing God bless you keep you, make his face shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the walk.